Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We have a royal engagement, Pip Pip, on the Colleen and Bradley show on MyTalk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Yeah, everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. He'll be back tomorrow, and that is Holly. Hello, Gaffner. <laughs> We've got ourselves oh. a fancy engagement. <laughs> we are not going to be speaking in <laughs> no, our fake accents, no. but <laughs> we are all kind of having some royal fever today, especially because history was made and shall be continuing to be made. I didn't think that sentence all the way through. But the history has been made, and it will continue because Prince Harry has en- has engaged himself, has proposed to Meghan Markle, and they confirmed that today. Yes. <laughs> Here's, well, uh, yeah. well, let's listen yeah. to... Uh, they actually sat down with the BBC today, Fun. Prince Harry and Meghan Markle, and here is Meghan Markle on the moment Prince oh, Harry perfect. proposed to her. It's a standard... Typical night it's for us. It's a cozy night. I was, what were we doing? Just roasting chicken roasting and having. Trying to roast chicken. <laughs> Trying to roast a chicken. And it was just, a, uh, just an amazing surprise. It was so sweet and, and natural and very romantic. He got on one knee. Of course. Was it an instant yes from you? Yes. As a matter of fact, I could barely let you finish proposing. I was like, can I say yes now? She didn't even let me finish. She said, can I say yes? Can I say yes? And then, then there was hugs and I had the ring in my finger. And I was like, can I, can I give you the ring? And she goes, oh, yes, the ring. <laughs> so no, it was, um, it was a really nice moment. It was just the two of us. And um, I think I managed to catch, catch her by surprise as well. Yeah. How did you first meet? All right. Well, there's Aww. the story from the lovebirds themselves. Well, it does bear uh, noting that this proposal happened over a month ago. Um, according to uh, some reports that they have been engaged for quite some time, but they've just made it public. And there's this part of me that wonders if some of that doesn't have to do with the fact that the rumors were running rampant. I mean, yeah, the, it would it would have been hard to keep it secret. Well, we had been reading some of the clues all this past month. Yeah. Meghan Markle, she didn't renew her contract to star in the show Suits anymore. Yep. She was moving from her Toronto apartment. Some of the boxes were labeled going to London. Mm-hmm. Duh. And Hi. then, of course, she was in London. Yeah. Hanging yeah. out at Kensington Palace. All the time. All the time. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so this announcement is a week after the uh, 70th wedding anniversary of the Queen. 70 years did you know that that's a platinum anniversary i did not know that but something tells me that uh the queen has plenty platinum so she was probably in a good (laughs) spot she was having a time (laughs) but um yeah so she's so so the queen is uh now celebrated her 70th wedding anniversary and then a week later comes this announcement um and they did a photo call or you know 
that's, I guess, what they call what they would call what we would maybe call like a press conference. Yes. Um, They did that at the Sunken Garden at Kensington Palace, which was interestingly and symbolically a place that his mother, Princess Diana, loved. It was her favorite place. It's like they planned it out or something. Interesting. Interesting. Well, and the two of them, I will say, I mean, they just look so happy. And again, like I said, this is history making. And the reason why is because, number one, she's American. Yep. So that's like unprecedented. Number two, she is biracial. Mm -hmm. So so these are a couple things that they that they have not yet seen in the royal family. Um, And and I think it was one of the reasons why we were all so excited at the fact that these two were courting. Um, Courting. Courting. (laughs) Courting. (laughs) Because because I think like just the possibility. It's modern. Yes. And and like we're getting in. We're going into the 21st century. Well, and and it's it's very significant. Remember the last time that a British royal tried to marry an American divorcee, like we actually even yeah. say that word anymore, yes. was Wallace Simpson. Yes. And as a result, the king abdicated his throne because he couldn't marry her. Yeah. I mean, that was big time It drama. was a big darn deal. Mm-hmm. Well, um, okay, so all of this is so fascinating to me and I've been enjoying sort of watching people's reaction all day. But I have been, I shared this on Friday when we did a kind of an early and quick version of the show. Um, and I have to share it today when I know more people are listening because I just think this is such an interesting like piece of knowledge. Ooh. So the two, uh, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle, have now uh, announced their engagement. But I read over like last week this very interesting, a, a person who does um, genealogy as a hobby, similar to how Bradley Trainer does, just sort of a hobby genealogist kind of dabbles around. Yeah, lots of people do that. Yeah, sure. Well, this this guy who, this hobby, hobby Genealogy genealogist. enthusiast. Yes, exactly. Thank you. That that would be the word. Um, he was able to draw a really interesting relationship between uh, Meghan Markle's ancestors and Prince Harry's ancestors. Are they all connected Are you ready? to Kevin Bacon? No, oh. maybe That is a good question. Um, That would take a little more time. Okay, this is what I find fascinating. One of her, Meghan Markle's, like many times great-grandparents, so somebody in her lineage, was beheaded by one of the royals in Harry's lineage. Oopsie! Isn't that interesting? (laughs) I just, I mean, it's a dumb little thing, but when you really like, when you sit and think about that, we're all just connected, man. It's creepy and weird, right? And I bet that it makes for an awkward conversation. I'm sure they weren't thinking about the beheaded relative when they were roasting chicken. Of course not. And getting engaged. But it was, um, this was an ancestor of Meghan Markle's who was beheaded on orders of King Henry VIII who was kind of a, what's the word? A beheader. Yeah. I mean, that was sort of his he thing. He was a beheading an enthusiast. Angry, yeah, thank you. That's the word. He was kind of an angry man. Anyway, it was one of her uh, her great, 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 great grandparents who wa- who had um, committed treason, apparently. Treason is the reason for beheading. Anyway, uh, but that, again, not what they would talked about over the roasting chicken when he proposed to her. This is the thing I find the most fascinating. The people, the people of England are hope, hoping that they will get the day off when these two get married. Uh, yeah. Did you know? I did not realize this. Okay. I did not. I was home the day that 
Prince William and Duchess Kate got married Mm -hmm. um, because I was at home raising my kids at the time um, and I wasn't working uh, daytimes weekdays here at the station. So I got to watch it, but I didn't realize like they all had, it was like a holiday. He's the future King of England. I suppose get out and party. I guess. Unfortunately, I feel like, the people of the United Kingdom are not going to get the day off for Prince Harry and Meghan Markle's wedding. I mean, maybe you're lucky if you get a long lunch. I mean, he's like the sixth in yeah, line like and she's an line. American. And so also, they're like, well, yeah, whatever. whatever. Also, this wedding is happening post haste because they're getting married, I think, in March. OK, so that is a um, the, allegedly. Yes, they say that they're going to get married in the spring and they say that they're trying to um, they're they're paying attention to the timing of the birth of the next child of Kate and Will. Royal baby number three. Yes, exactly. And and they're going to, you know, try to have some clearance around that before yeah. they decide to get married. I mean, there's a lot of logistics. I know. To consider when you're a royal. Um, Like, apparently they can't eat shellfish. We learned this from Dawn. Yeah. I was like, what? And she said, poor Meghan Markle, never going to have a scrimp again. Well, here's the good thing, Colleen. Hmm. I bring you good news because yeah. maybe Meghan Markle can eat shellfish in her ah. lifetime. I did read in an article that was addressing the royals' aversion to shellfish, saying that some of the younger members of the monarchy, they just don't follow those rules. Oh, interesting. They're okay, rebellious. Good. Well, I mean, I feel like, what does she know? Like, if he's, you know... I mean, she's alive at, what, like, 308? Yes, exactly. So, I mean, she's like, kind if, of on the Is she paying attention to every single one of Harry's meals, though? I'm talking about the queen. Like, is she like, what did you have for lunch, Harry? No. He can eat shrimp in secret. By the way, they're also, uh, we do know where they're going to live. The two of them will live in uh, a lovely cottage in uh, on the grounds of Kensington Palace. And this cottage looks, looks like a mansion. No, that's what I was going to say. It like, from what I can tell from the picture, it looks like a modest South Minneapolis home. A little, uh, a little rambler. It's, no, not. It's like legitimately like a cobblestone cottage. It it appears to be from the picture I'm looking at. You know, probably two bedrooms. It doesn't look huge. I, you know, I would maybe I would be like, I'm a prince. Can I get a little more space? I will. T- I will take that because that's right in central London, Colleen. Okay, well, so what do I know? It's, an, it's oh, a very wait, no, wait, no. Fan. Now I'm looking oh. at an aerial view. Oh, it is Kensington Palace. slightly larger. The oh, yeah. uh, the picture I was looking at was looking just at a curbside view. Were you looking at the garage? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> fine. Forget it. Don't. You All know right. what? The, they'll do just fine. Yeah. I'm not worried about I them. I think I think those kids are gonna be okay. When we come back, um, Holly and I are going to have a little point counterpoint. Um, Holly is on the side of Willow Smith in one of her latest uh, assertions, and I am not. And we're going to work through the, those feelings after this on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Presented by Great Wolf Lodge. It's week one of our Santa Stops to help Santa get toys to the kids spending the holidays at the Ronald McDonald House. And here are this week's locations where you can stop by, say hi, and bring a gift. Lori and I will be accepting donations during our live broadcast at Chanhassen Dinner Theater on Tuesday the 28th. Colleen and I will be at Holiday Bliss in Woodbury on Thursday the 30th. And Donna and Marley will do their show at Popcorn in Minnetonka on Friday, December 1st. Then Saturday from 11 to 1, the Shop Girls will be at Scheherazade Jewelers in the Galleria. In addition to the live Santa Stop broadcast, you could drop off presents during business hours at any Envision or Waxing the City location or at the Chanhassen, the Children's Theater, Bodies by Burgoon, or Great Wolf Lodge. See details and a wish list at mytalk1071.com. Keyword, Santa. 
the radio home of, wow, they lasted five years. My Talk 107.1. Everything entertainment. Holly and I do not see eye to eye in this case of Willow Smith. On the Colleen and Bradley Show on MyTalk 107.1, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. We are everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. Bradley Trainer is off. Holly Roberts is in. And uh, Holly, what the heck? What the heck, what the Colleen? Hip did she say? What the heck <laughs> did Willow Smith say that made me nod my head? And agree with her. Hmm. So Willa Smith gave an interview. I think she has a new album to sell. And she said... Yes. Uh, and, oh, well, I'll, oh, okay. I'll save All my right. thoughts please, on please that save your for thoughts. a moment. Well, you know, I'm surprised by the way that I feel about Willa Smith, too, in this instance. But I was like, okay, you know what? Willow, you have a point. So Willa Smith says in this new interview that she believes she's had a tough life due to growing up in the spotlight as the daughter of Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith. She said to uh, this magazine, I'm going to be completely and utterly honest. It's absolutely terrible. She goes on to say, growing up and trying to figure out your life while people feel like they have some sort of entitlement to know what's going on is absolutely excruciatingly terrible. And the only way to get over it is to go into it. She said, you can't change your face. You can't change your parents. You can't change any of those things. And I thought, you know what, Willow? I'll give that to you. I bet it is difficult growing up with famous parents and trying to establish an identity of your own. Okay, so I'm going to say I hear that. Yeah. And I'm going to argue further. Growing up is hard. Well, that's true. Yeah, regardless yeah. of who your parents are. Growing up is hard. I mean, being a human is hard. It is hard. We, we it just can agree hard. on that. <laughs> and, and so, and you know, I think that um, to, to her point, yes, growing up and being in the spotlight is difficult, especially when you haven't chosen it. However, there are trappings of that kind of, of life that are, are, um, are good things. There is less of a struggle in many areas for her her struggles are just different. Yes. And and so my response to it is, and I feel a little bit like Bradley, because Bradley will often just say, oh no, she, th- those kids are going to be fine. And, I, you know, there's this little part of me that dies a little bit whenever he says that, <laughs> because I think, you know, they're still people and they yeah. still have... Um, they you may know, have material abundance. Yes, but they don't necessarily have emotional abundance. Sure. Right? Yeah. But in this case, I would say to Willow Smith, like... Uh, she has benefited greatly in her career for who her parents are. Well, she would. Well, let's just put it out there that Willow Smith would not have a career. No, if not for her parents, because being Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith whip my hair back and forth while kind of a fun song, not probably a, a chart topper on its own. Right now. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. 
Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Interesting that you bring up with my hair. That was Willow Smith's song. Oh my gosh. Back in 2012, I want to say it was a long time ago, but there is a story that was linked into this story that I found on page six.com where Will Smith talks about the time that Willow Smith shaved off her hair during her Whip My Hair tour. She did it as a sign, just in protest. She didn't want to do it anymore, but Will Smith was like, no, you got to finish doing this concert. And then she actually shaved her head, you know, the whole thing, Whip My Hair. And then he's like, oh, okay, I understand. Like, let's go. We can go. Now, I find that interesting because that makes me believe that perhaps Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith were being a little stage parenting. Oh, for sure they you were. Know, but and here's yeah, yeah. Because here's a little, like some extra insight a into that Scientology. Thank you, because they, even though the two of them have said they are not Scientologists, <laughs> they have uh, been inspired by tenets of Scientology. Shall we say? You can't tell me that you're not a Scientologist when you found an entire school. Yes, using, using the curriculum. S- yeah, right? Scientology. So they clearly believe in some of the tenets of that, uh, of that, I, I, I struggle to call it a religion, but they call themselves a religion. How about a cult philosophy? Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Anyway. So, but, so one of the, um, one of the beliefs of the church of Scientology is that children are not children. Children are born adults. And so they are treated like adults yes. and so throughout willow smith's life she has been treated as though she was an adult even though at the young age of 12 13 she was whipping her hair back and forth and uh you know probably leaned into her parents to make that thing a thing mm-hmm. and then ended up going on tour and she was calling the shots and they were helping her and there wasn't any piece of that where it seems to me that her parents were guiding her as parents would to help her see the long view. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because that's what, I mean, that's a lot of what parenting is, is helping your kids who don't necessarily have the judgment yet understand what is 10 paces ahead of them Mm -hmm. Um, and not necessarily to deter them, but just so that they know, like you might want to whip your hair back and forth right now, is this really what you want to do? This is what it entails. Yeah. You will be doing this, 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 and this. And sometimes you will not want to be doing it. You know, I don't know that she was well prepared for that because I, I'm sure her parents were allowing her to call the shots. Well, and in that inc- in in this incident that Will Smith talks about in a Jay-Z song, he said, I think that he had that uh, revelation yeah. of being like, oh, wait, this is a 12 year old yeah. and I'm putting this child into adult situations. Maybe that's not the best thing for me to be doing. Yeah. Keep thinking like that. Well, yeah, I mean, it might be too late, but yeah, to, 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 her, to your point, you know, that she, that you really felt like, yeah, it probably is hard to be the child of celebrities. I would say, yeah, it probably is hard, but it's, it's hard anyway. It's being, being a person is hard. It's true. Willow. The sooner you realize that, you're off to a good start. All right, when we come back, oh boy, do we have some D-bags for you. One of them is a frequent flyer, and one of them, I believe it's his first time being named Lord and Lady Douchebag on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071.
My Talk 1071. Everything. This town needs an enema. Entertainment. We got the D-bags here on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. We are Everything Entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. Bradley Trainer will be back tomorrow. Holly Roberts has been filling in. And uh, here are your D-bags. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Oh, ladies first. And uh, she is a frequent flyer in this segment. Hello, Gwyneth Paltrow. Nice to see you again. Oh, hello, Gwyneth Paltrow. (laughs) Please take your seat on the Douchebag Airlines. Thank you. And um, here's why. So over the weekend, she shared on Instagram a... um, of a photograph. Now you'll recall, just to bring everybody up to speed, she consciously uncoupled from her former husband, Chris Martin, uh, a few years ago with whom she has two children. Oh right? yeah, well we all remember that. Yes, because we had never heard the words conscious, conscious uncoupling. uncoupling before. Um, but now we got news last week, late last week, that she's engaged to her boyfriend, Brett, now fiance, Brad Falchuk. So uh, she posted a picture on her Instagram for the first time since her engagement of her new fiance on the right sitting next to her ex-husband slash consciously uncoupled Chris Martin sitting next to each other with the following sentiment. Sunday brunch, hashtag modern family. Okay. Well, she's staying on brand. I'll give her that. That's my issue. (laughs) Stop trying to push this narrative, Gwyneth, that you have the corner on, you know, keeping your relationships good and healthy. Okay? It just, it makes me a little bit crazy. And what really bothers me about it is this. Okay, so go with my line of thinking here, if you will. Yes, I'm here. Chris Martin doesn't typically post pictures of Gwyneth and whoever he's dating and go, modern family, look how well we get along. That's because he doesn't care. I feel like he is an unwitting participant in this, that she is constantly dragging him into the storyline in places where he is not consenting, right? Like, fine, they all go out to brunch together, but... Do you have to share that we went out to brunch together? And you don't know, sweetheart. I'm sorry, Gwyneth. You don't know that Chris Martin isn't somewhere deep down harboring some sad feelings about the fact that the mother of his children and his ex-wife is getting married and she's making him hang out with the guy. You're making me have French toast with this person and eat Nutella from a foreign country. Okay, thank you. And that is part two of my rant. Oh, really? Yes. (laughs) Nutritious Gwyneth Paltrow, who like you know, constantly is talking about how she doesn't feed carbohydrates to her children and they have that, quote, specific kind of hunger because she doesn't feed them properly. In the picture, right there in the middle of the table is Nutella. It's yeah. an it's an Israeli version of Nutella. I think she's moved on from the starvation thing, though. To her point, she'll have French fries, a cigarette, and a glass of red wine. Okay. But I, I understand where you're coming from, Colleen. I see where this is very it's douchey. Like this. this is a douchey picture. It's like a okay. person who 
um, constantly is telling you all about how your food is making you unhealthy and then goes to a buffet and gets a diet Pepsi. Right. I'm just saying, I don't know. I just know. Mm-hmm. That's who Gwyneth Paltrow is. She's the person who's constantly going, this is how, I, this is the right way to live a life. You No sugar. Starve your children. You know, unconsciously uncouple. And like throwing it in my face as though she has the corner on living well. Right. Here's the thing, Colleen, that I'm going to make you feel good about. Thank it. you. I'm going to make you feel good. Gwyneth Paltrow just wants you to buy junk. I'm not gonna. Okay. That's how that's going to go. Well, good. <laughs> then you just gave the finger to Gwyneth Paltrow. Here, uh-huh. and over there. Uh, she just wants you. Ultimately, Gwyneth Paltrow is now in the business of Gwyneth Paltrow. Right. And so at the end of the day, she wants you to buy into her lifestyle by purchasing an $80 bag of rocks on her right. website. Right, to stick in your hoop. To stick in your hoo-ha <laughs> and then also just keep in a convenient pouch on you your know, desk, you like, know, as like you, you do. do. Yeah. Um, so, you know, you're right. You're absolutely right. And and I get it. Like if, if she's trying to push her brand, she's creating her brand. I just what I have a hard time with is it is fine. It is fine. And I would not judge her if she and her ex-husband didn't have a good relationship. Oh, yeah. You don't have to right? get along with your ex. No, you no. don't have to. And nor is it very common to. Right. And to um, I just sort of feel like it's like the the uh, what's the word? Like, is she, not that she's bragging, well, she, but she's, the constant yes. attention to it. Right. Um, some something in there. I feel like you're trying to prove something to me, which makes me feel like it's not really as great as it sounds. Sure. And again, I do think it's kind of disrespectful to him because then Chris Martin doesn't get to own his own feelings. She's doing the, you know, speaking for him. I don't know. I'm looking at this photo, Colleen. Chris Martin seems to be okay with it. It's Brad Falchuk yeah. who's giving the Let's... concerned eyebrow. Be the, he, yes. If this per, if anyone has an OG's face, yes. In this photograph, it's her new fiance, TV producer Brad Falchuk. Yeah. Like, really, you're making us take this picture. Okay. Oh, are you gonna put this on your Instagram too? Yeah, okay. Mm, yeah. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. So there you go, D bag right. yep. again. There you go. Gwyneth. All right. We will now be deporting. The frequent flyer D-bag plane. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Because we have a newcomer, right? Yes. Welcome. Welcome, welcome aboard <laughs> the D-bag express, <laughs> Mr. James Cameron. What did he do? I just found this be, to be particularly D-baggy. It's, it's a minor offense. Okay. So big news, Colleen. Mm-hmm. We finally have discovered the reason why Rose in Titanic did not let Jack onto the wooden plank. Even though there was plenty of room. Thank you very much. Even though science has proven that there was plenty of room and both participants would have been able to fit on that and therefore probably have survived. Well, James Cameron, he is telling secrets, Colleen. James Cameron, the director of Titanic, is finally letting us in on why Jack was not allowed to survive with Rose. Why? Here's what he says. He says, James Cameron says, because it says on page 147 of the script that Jack dies. Um, that doesn't work for me. (laughs) That's all he says. That's all? That's all. No, don't troll us like that, James Cameron. He said it was an artistic choice. And he also thinks it's very silly of us that we're having this conversation 20 years later. No, let me actually set the record straight on this. Okay, James Cameron. It may very well say on page 147 of the script that Jack dies. Okay, and I'm okay with that. Mm -hmm. All right. Yeah. If then you, 
director did not make the choice to put her on a door that could easily fit to. Exactly. Like, if that's going to be the case, if, you've, if you're going with the artistic decision, then maybe, I don't know, have her on half a door. Yes, you know. Yes, because you, the prop master, yeah. the set director, you get to make the call. You made the call, and clearly, all of us are like, "This was a stupid choice." You could have had Jack survive this movie. Right now, now we yeah. just think they're both kind of dumb. Yeah, right. Well, <laughs> what do we think? With Titanic, where, now, is, James where is that in the script? Now your movie's <laughs> dumb. Rose oh. and Jack are stupid. It says that on page one forty nine. Oh, does it? Mm-hmm. Oh, dang it! Yeah, foiled again. <laughs> <laughs> that bugs me. No, you know, whatever. I'm still sad. Actually, you know what? I'm not sad about the fact that Jack died. I am sad, though, that they made that choice. because And he, and that he says it's a non-issue. Mm-hmm. It has been a question that has been asked forever. Man. Why didn't she save him, right? If she right. could have. Because you think, in reality, if you went down with the Titanic, you would probably want to survive. Yes. Yes. And so I do think it's a valid question to ask. If there was an option to survive, why didn't you pick it? Also, James Cameron doesn't know how to play along. Right, that's true, He doesn't true too. know how to play along. He's not he, in on the joke. No, I think that's no, the problem. No, he's not in on the yeah. joke. I just think he's an overall D-baggy person. Yeah. But this in particular, welcome aboard, James Cameron. He feels kind of curmudgeon to me. A little? Yeah. A little. He's very curmudgeon mm-hmm. to me. Yeah. All right. Well, I have got some of the best news for introverts. This is genius and amazing science introvert news. Stay right there. I will prove to you why being alone is good for you after this on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Previously on Jason and Alexis. Playing a little catch up. Between us and with all of you, it's been a while since the three of us have been back pink, together. Pink. This is Dawn, pink. Is she, is she Did just, you say Kesha? No, catch up. Catch up. We're playing catch up because we. Let me interpret to you <laughs> oh my what God, he I just said. You said we're playing catch up. I was like, no, this is my pink days. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Two That's... words. Catch up. I think it's catch up. Sorry about that. Oh my. Gosh. <laughs> no, no, you've been gone. This is a I pink have, song. I have missed you so much, pink, pink. Lex. It's not catch up. <laughs> Ketchup, it sounded like not... Kesha. We're playing Kesha. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> and then I'm sitting here, and all of a sudden, you're just like, hey. Sounds like Tourette's. Pink, well, pink, I, I know. Pink, I'm like, pink, Lex, pink, are, are, are you just saying a favorite color? What are you doing? Bringing you everything entertainment. Jason and Alexis in the morning with producer Don on My Talk 1071. The radio home of people you'd want on your team for pop culture trivia night. My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. I've got great, smart news for introverts on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. We are Everything Entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. Bradley Trainer's off. Today he'll be back tomorrow. Holly Roberts is here filling in. And uh, we like to make you scientifically smarter at this time every single day. And we are going to do that like this Holly, being alone is not only good for you, but necessary for you. Yes! Yes! Why? Because... Science! Science! Isn't this awesome? 
Okay, so uh, this is based on some research that they did at the new university. Or no, I'm sorry, at the University of Buffalo. It's the same old university. It's not oh, okay. a new one. It's just new research. And what they have learned is that not just for introverts, for all people, it is important to take some time for yourself. Me time is essential to reduce stress and the risk of anxiety and depression. Also, when you are by yourself, when you recharge with me time, it helps to uh, spark your creativity, which... This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now, open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Helps you reach what they call a flow state, and that's when your brain can actually operate at optimal efficiency. Yes! I know, how cool is this? USA! 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 <laughs> Introverts unite! Separately! And in other areas. Yes. Is that, wait, how does that go? Separately. In and, your own homes. Yeah, there you go. No, but I think this is great. And I, 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 and, but what I also find amazing about this is it's not, introverts will find this probably most exciting, but it isn't just introverts that benefit from this. And, you know, I've been, I was thinking about this the other day because I do need a significant amount of me time. And I want my whole family to understand that when I shut the door and I'm like in a bubble, even if it's for like 15 minutes, that's like putting um, the cord into your or like the plug into your phone and letting your phone recharge. That's what I'm doing. If you want the best version of mom, yes, you need to let her recharge. Yes. It has absolutely nothing to do with you. Exactly. Because sometimes I think that people uh, associate introversion with being antisocial, which is not the case at all. Not at all. I think that I can speak for myself Mm -hmm. and perhaps for you, Colleen, saying that we are social people, but we're also introverts. Exactly. That's how we gain our energy. That's how we recharge. You know, I'm glad you said that because I do think Uh that that is one of the things um, when I started to understand introvert versus extrovert this way, it, it made it make sense to me because people will say to me, well, no, you're an extrovert because you're outgoing. Well, no, it's not about where you put your energy. It's how you get your energy. Right. So some people get energy from being around people and others get energy by being alone. And an introvert gets their energy by being alone. An extrovert gets their energy from being around other people. And I think that's something really important to understand about yourself. I I didn't understand that about myself until I was at least in my early to mid-20s. Me too. Same, same. Because I was so outgoing, I thought, well, I must be an extrovert. But once I realized, it gives you like a whole different perspective on life. And it also allows you to have a little more grace for yourself Mm -hmm. when you're feeling depleted by being around other people. And it's not because you don't like them. It's because you get more energy from being alone. Yeah. Boom. Boom. And it turns out we all need that.
So because science, because I, because science, I just told you that because research and science, because smart stuff. Yeah. Ha ha. Yeah. What do you got for me? All right, Colleen. Yes. Today is essentially the last day to eat all of those Thanksgiving leftovers. Oh, really? Hmm. Why? Whoa, whoa, Jerry. Jerry, calm down. Whoa, whoa, because. Yeah. We should have gobbled up all the turkey by now. Yeah, unless you put that stuff in the freezer. Today is the last day to eat any of your Thanksgiving items. Uh. Actually, you should have finished all that turkey yesterday. Oh, dear. Okay. And that's according to the U.S. Department of Agriculture. They're saying, so I've got a list of some of your Thanksgiving items that you may have had on your table mm-hmm. on Thursday. Here is when you should get them out of the fridge. Okay. Turkey should be refrigerated up to three days. Okay. So that means Sunday. Mm-hmm. So you should have made all those sandwiches, the casseroles, mm-hmm. all of that kind of stuff. And you shouldn't have stored it on a bone. Okay, that's gross. Oh, yeah, that's really bad, right? Bacteria. Yeah, ish. Bacteria. <laughs> but if you want to keep it in the freezer, you can freeze it for up to three months. So when you want to have that Thanksgiving experience in the middle of February, maybe a nice Valentine's Day meal, you can whip out the frozen turkey. I have to ask you a question. Okay, and that's not a euphemism. <laughs> no, that is literal. <laughs> Please don't whip out the frozen turkey. Hey, okay, baby. I'm gonna. Can we stick a pin in that? Because I want to ask you a question Please. about the the about the turkey. Yeah. Um. Here's my question. I have a tendency when I have like things that are at their the end of their due date, I will occasionally throw them out the back door. What do you mean? Like out onto the driveway for the animals. Oh, I see. Do you ever do that? No. Okay. Well, here's what I'm wondering. <laughs> Is it like, because there's something that's kind of blowing my mind about the idea of birds eating turkey, right? Is that, that's not good, right? I don't want to like encourage that, right? Oh, Colleen. (laughs) I'm sorry. Just think about that. That's true. You just totally blew my mind. I know, right? Like, oh, geez, maybe I shouldn't be encouraging um, bird cannibalism. Here's the thing. Hopefully... Other woodland creatures will be eating sure. that turkey. The squirrels. The squirrels are getting fat right now. So, yes, I think you're probably rabbits, right. Rabbits, uh, other mice, maybe. Okay. And, like, around. if it's turned maybe a little bit, they'll be better. They're they're okay, right? Oh, they'll be fine. Okay, thanks. They'll okay. be fine. Yeah, you're welcome. All right, so turkey going out my back door. Go yeah. on. Turkey goes out the back door. You should also dump that gravy outside of the back door. That's only good for one to two days. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's a bummer because gravy's good. Gravy is real good. But mm. by this time, if you still have gravy in your refrigerator, it probably has a nice gelatinous sheen over it. Mm. Then it's time to let it go. I thought that looked kind of neat. Now, here's something that you can keep. Mm. What? In Pie? your refrigerator. No, because no, that's already been well, eaten. That's already been eaten. But according to the U.S. Department of Agriculture, cranberry sauce can be refrigerated up to two weeks if you put it in an airtight container and cover tightly with okay. plastic wrap. That is 100% true. And I know that because I typically will make our cranberries for our Thanksgiving meal up to a week ahead of time. And that's totally fine. Yeah. Healthy. Yeah. Okay. The reason you can do that is because of all the sugar inside of it. Yep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, uh-huh. I, that's also I how I'm preserved. Thank you very much. Oh, isn't that how we're all preserved? Oh okay, I am curious about this. Um, I thought it was very funny the other day when I wrote on the Facebook that one of my favorite things that the p- 
pilgrims provided us at the Thanksgiving meal was the mixture of the canned cream of mushroom soup and the canned green beans. I feel like there's so much sodium and preservatives in that, that that should be good for like another month or something. Could be. I don't have (laughs) the intel on the green bean casserole. I also wonder, is that like a national favorite? No. It's not? It's a regional thing. Is it really? Yeah. Okay, so because... That then the rest of the world is missing out, and I apologize to you. That is honestly one of because you only eat it once a year the cream of mushroom soup and the French style green beans in a can, uh, baked and then onion, little crispy onions, French's onions put on top. I feel like you can only eat it once a year, and yes. that's all your heart can handle yes. because then it gets clogged up with the cream of mushroom yeah, soup. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you'll be puffed up like a puffer fish because, again, preservatives. Mm-hmm. But I wonder how long that thing lasts. Uh, I think you might want to give it the old sniff test. Okay. And I also I think feel, it needs to go bye bye. Yeah, and I also think it's one of those uh, items that has the gelatinous sheen on it. Yeah. Once it starts to glisten too much, it's just time to go. Okay. Thank you, Holly. You're welcome. That is probably the best advice I've ever heard about Thanksgiving meals. When it has, when it starts to glisten, it's time to say goodbye. That's right. And finally, <laughs> just want to let you know about that pie. Yeah. If you happen to have. Some leftover pie from Thanksgiving. Eat it today because it's going to go bad after four days. So today is the day when you shove the rest of that pie in your gullet gullet. or throw it out the back door. Yeah, because, you know, food waste, it's bad. I had to do that with a pumpkin pie. Oh, true story. you, You did. You had to? No, I had to. Listen to this. I made three pies because as we learned last week, I cannot abide store-bought pies on my table. So I made uh, an apple pie. I made a pecan pie. And I made a pumpkin pie. Guess what? And all three were offered to all of my guests at Thanksgiving. Nary a person selected the pumpkin pie. Really? That's Not my one favorite. slice out of it. <gasps> Zero. Oh. Nobody. Oh. And then I was like, then it sort of sat in my refrigerator and I was like, well, maybe there's like, maybe it just like, maybe they were right. Like maybe there was something wrong with my apple pie or my uh, pumpkin pie. There's nothing wrong with your pumpkin pie. Well, the squirrels seemed to think it was great. So... Thank Yay, you. The, Thank you, squirrels. The circle of life yes. continues. Yes, it is autumn. And the circle of life continues. When we come back here on the Colleen and Bradley show, oh my gosh, Holly, we need to help Tara Reed, do we not? Mm-hmm. With her fashion. We have a fashion conversation coming up after this on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071.